lots of special guests checking in with us this morning, both uh, here live and in person, and uh, of course uh, via telephone as well. And uh, one of the people who we love speaking to uh, when we get an opportunity to do so is uh, Dr. Erica Brown. Dr. Erica Brown is director of the Mayberg Center for Jewish Education and Leadership and an associate professor of curriculum and pedagogy at the George Washington University. Erica has a daily podcast entitled Take Your Soul to Work, author of 12 books on leadership, the Hebrew Bible, and spirituality. Uh, Dr. Erica Brown, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Oh, it's so nice to be with you, Nachum. And yeah, the reason... It's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, it has been a while. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> I thank you for that. And the reason that we've scheduled you for this morning is because you are going to be spending the holiday of Shavuot, please God, right here at Congregation Eitz Chaim. I will be. I will be. I, I have worked as a community scholar for the past two years. Obviously, this year at Eitz Chaim has been harder. We've done a lot of studying virtually and... I just miss everybody. I can't wait to see everybody. Yeah, it must be uh, interesting for you to finally get back into the, the main ballroom, so to speak, and the sanctuary to speak instead of being on Zoom and other uh, forum like that. Um, have there been uh, a lot of lectures via Zoom and remotely over the last year? Um, well, I mean, personally, in, in, in my, or I should say professionally in my world, some hype sometimes Zoom, you know, two to four classes a day um, and sometimes multiple times a week. And I have to say, I, there's one thing I love about Zoom, which is you really see people's faces very closely and their names very closely. And there's a real panim el panim, sort of face-to-face intimacy around teaching. But having said that, there's nothing like just being in the presence of people, you know, and and also there's those sharp, abrupt leave takings, right? Where you just, you know, it's, it's you're on the hour, you press end meeting for all, and everybody disappears. <laughs> so at least at a time, I'll just be walking around talking to people and uh, you, being with uh, one of my favorite rabbis and rebbitsons. You will have to do some post-lecture Q&A here on the spot that you can't avoid. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Erica Brown is with us. All right, can we get a preview? Can we get the titles of what you plan on speaking about on Shavuot? Can we get a little taste of what you'll be bringing to Congregation Eitz Chaim? Um, sure. Um, actually, I would say um, my, uh, you know, I, I, this is a spoiler alert, by the way, for anyone right. in the show. In the Understood. Um, I, I'm going to talk about... Um, hugs and the book of ruth and covid um i think one of the things that we know and there's been research on is the is the absence of of tactile contact with people and during covid and that's been particularly hard for homebound seniors uh, who are isolated and have been isolated for so many months even those weak ties of seeing people in a supermarket or in the dry cleaner all those are gone for people and just little acts of touch, you know, um, putting hands on a shoulder. It has started to feel very, um, you know, it, it's, it's been hard to achieve. And yeah. one of the things Nechama I'm very struck by is we actually have a bracha. The Gemara talks about the bracha that you make when you don't see someone in 30 days, a Shechianu, but when you don't see someone for a year, you make a Machaye Hametim who revives the dead. And it's so interesting. I know a lot of people, if they haven't had a persimmon in 30 days, they are making that Shechianu bracha, but they don't necessarily make it on people they haven't seen. And now, I, mean, I, I, I never thought I'd come to a time when I hadn't seen someone in, in a whole year. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that bracha. It, really in the context of the role that Ruth plays in Naomi's life, um, the idea of clinging 
and you know and 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 that the hug is such a is such a gesture of of companionship and 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 yearning and being with someone and um i'm going to sort of trace the roots of davak uh from the beginning in Brashit bed in genesis 2 um through the book of ruth and other other instances of hugging in tanakh because i think the hug i think that hug brought us to king david it's unbelievable. I, I I honestly thought that the Machayim Asim thing was a joke. I didn't realize it's a real Gemara, which I'm ashamed to say. Um, you know, because people do at, at times joke when they haven't seen someone in a while. They'll say, you know, Machayim Asim. But I never even thought of a Shechianu for someone I haven't seen. I, mean, I haven't seen my siblings in Israel, for instance. When I reunite with them, I have an obligation, likely, to actually say a Shechianu based on what you're saying. And that yeah, and I that mean, emphasizes for us the importance of personal relationships. Yeah, and I, you know, I. I went to New York a few weeks ago when I was uh, fully vaccinated uh, to drop my daughter off at Stern, and uh, I, I saw five friends. And I just want to describe Nachum the experience of hugging one of those friends and each of us making a bracha on each other and just crying. Uh, we've been through an awful lot, and you know, um, I, you know, you think about close friends and and friends you learn from and friends who've improved your life. And I I think of you know, of, of, of Sam and, and Sarah Klibanoff. These are, these are people I, I'm going to make a bracha on. I, I can't wait to see them. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's well-deserved. They are amazing people. And I'm so glad that Rabbi Klibanoff has been in my life for many, many decades. And I've gotten to know his Rebbeton as well as I have. Dr. Erica Brown with us. She'll be here at Congregation Eitz Chaim in Livingston, New Jersey for the holiday of Shavuot. Finally, uh, uh, how about another word about David Amelach? You know, we know it's his yard site on Shavuot, or at least our tradition tells us that. Uh, tell me something about his personality or something we can learn from him going forward um, uh, yeah. as we reflect on his uh, greatness. You know, David Hamelach was not thought of as someone who was going to achieve greatness. If you remember when Shaul, when King Shaul was going to be replaced, uh, he was told to go to Yishai, um, and Yishai has many, many sons, eight sons, and he'll find someone worthy to to fill in that spot. And he he goes for the oldest, um, and uh, I'm an oldest. You know, it's always nice. You think like, oh, you're the oldest. You get chosen for things. <laughs> but in, in, are you the oldest now? No, but I know that my oldest son would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one of the things about David, it's a little bit of a Cinderella story, is that he was sort of the small one with a lot of chutzpah, and um, and he he went to deliver food to his brothers at war, and he was the one who stepped up to fight Goliath. Uh, if you recall, Shaul, King Saul, says, you know, here, I'll give you my armor. But of course, Saul was very tall, and David was very small, right. and, um, and and he couldn't wear that armor. So he went, he went um, without, and he went really with the spirit of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with the feeling that he could conquer, uh, that he could conquer and, and have God behind him. And I, I guess I, I want to say that is a bracha for Israel right now, yep. you know, to yep. be small and yep. mighty yep. and to be able to withstand the difficulties, you know, like David HaMelech, yep. Israel's a complicated place. Uh, Israel's a complicated place, but there's a certain driving chutzpah that, that has made us great in the world. And um, I think the legacy of David Hamelik, one of the legacies is, you know, you can be small and you can be the underdog, but with a certain kind of bravery and courage, you you can succeed. And David succeeded because of his 
his intelligence and his deep emuna, his deep belief. And I think we have to hold on to that uh, firmly and, and really uh, and pray for Israel's safety right now. Phenomenal message. Um, good luck at Congregation Eitz Chaim right here where we are this coming Shavuot. And thanks so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you, and Chag Sameach to you. So good to hear your voice. Appreciate that very much. Dr. Erica Brown, everybody, of course, will be here at time this coming Shavuot, uh, starting on Sunday night with some amazing messages. And yes, as we know about David HaMelech, as we know about David HaMelech, the... the um, Israel is, no matter what the media tells us, Israel's always the underdog. Yes, remember that. No matter what the media says or how Israel's painted with what they're surrounded by, they're always the underdog. We pray for the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in Israel. We pray for the safety and security of our um, uh, of all of our brothers and sisters there. And of course, we pray for the Israel Defense Forces to do what is necessary to deter and destroy the enemy. JMNAM Thursday, it's day 46 in the counting of the Omer. We're at Congregation 8 Chaim in Livingston, New Jersey. 